Good afternoon. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Libby's Corner. <sighs> Lord, so I, I always try to find hidden gems. Um, you know, I think when you find stuff like that, it kind of like reawakens parts of yourself and all these things right and I was I was scrolling through my YouTube and happened upon the channel Owl Kitty so I'll be getting into that a little bit later on in the show I got a couple of reviews for you I was able to watch Castlevania from season one on through season four so I have a review on that um, as well as the film reminiscence I'm just gonna leave it at that and yeah so just go on and and you know click on through if you want to hear about that review and then there's a couple of pieces a couple of news bits you know how I do things over here so uh, let's get on into this mental health check-in This week, and this week's mental health check-in, honey, I was up and down all week. Like, one day I was up, and the next day I was down. I was like, oh, oh, Lord. Um, Powered through, but I took my time in doing that. Like, I didn't just do the whole, well, I don't feel anything. I'm just up, 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 up. No, I didn't do that. I allowed myself to be in those down moments and, you know, figure out ways to, you know, still be productive and, and things like that. And that was so important for me um, because I, I feel like I was in shutdown mode for a large part of the past, I want to say, like, two years from like 2019 through 2020 I I really both of those years it was like I was just in shutdown mode and um you know now I'm just reclaiming myself I'm reclaiming my time and honoring myself so it's it's been helpful to have those down moments Um, So that I can like refocus and reconfigure myself to still be productive. And um, so that's huge for me. Um, And then I did, you know, our family um, did have a passing. uh, So uh, it was just like. It was, I don't know. It was just like, oh man, you know. So, ugh. But, you know, you know things happen like that all the time. But still, we had gone a really long time without losing anybody. So this was, you know, this was like, oh man, you know. So, um, working through that. um, But yeah, just, this was an okay week. It was. Like I said, it was up and down, but 
you know, still finding the positive of myself and then embracing the negative as well. I think um, the mindset that you just have to be positive all the time, I think that is toxic and it is negative, no pun intended, to have that type of set up because it you kind of neglect that part of yourself or you know there's a there's a difference between I can do this versus I can do this but with stipulations you feel me I can do this but with boundaries and so just learning how to do that learning how to you know really maneuver as an adult with an adult mindset I think it's like okay okay all right but still honoring the fact that I don't know everything and that I still have to figure things out so yeah this this episode I was going back and forth on was I going to put something out was I not um so usually you know Thursdays are my days to finalize uh the episode and you know get things all together but I just waited I was like you know what I'm not feeling it right now I'm not feeling feeling it at all today I'm gonna relax and you know power through some other things and 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 get that stuff going but yeah like oh I did I said let me wait you know and then it hit the, you know today Friday that yes yes you can go ahead and put out an <laughs> this episode would be cool but yeah so Mm-mm-mm. that is the mental health check-in for Livy. how are you guys doing out there in this it's a space <laughs> of whatever this is i hope you're doing well and finding your way as well Y'all know what? This is why this story right here is why it is so important to to always keep your your professional relationships in a positive way no matter how they turn out because there's always twists and turns to any relationship regardless (laughs) of its symmetry okay regardless if it's personal if it's whatever right this story right here said let me for I have because the website that I'm referencing and that a colleague of mine was referencing I'm, I'm kind of like meh <laughs> I don't I'm not uh, I'm not 100% on with them but <laughs> Lord okay let me let me just pull it up this is the headline Black Canary spinoff in the works from Lovecraft Country Writer. 
So CBR.com, child. Journey Smollett will reportedly return as Black Canary in a new DC project that will follow up from the events of Birds of Prey. According to Cinelinks, which I... Warner Brothers has tapped Misha Green to write a Black Canary project, which is likely to be a film, but it could, however, become a series instead. Either way, there seems to be a strong indication that it will end up on HBO Max, along with other recent DC projects like Batgirl, Blue Beetle, and the Green Lantern series. The vehicle would bring back Smollett to the role she previously played in Birds of Prey, and the events of the movie or show would pick up where that left off. Okay? There's no word on if Renee Montoya, Huntress, and Cassandra Kane would be involved as they were last seen joining forces with Black Canary and forming a titular team. You know what I mean? But however, Miss uh, Smollett got on here and stated this. Guess the canary is out the cage. So excited to finally embark on this adventure with my creative soul sis at Misha Green. Child. You know what? So yeah, she tweeted that. She tweeted that. And um, I am excited for this. I am excited. <laughs> so again, you know what happened with Lovecraft, right? I covered it on here. Um, you know, I covered that and <laughs> the, just let this be a a reminder that not all endings to relationships have to be these crazy things or like this those Jerry Springer things like you can actually end them amicably and then move forward in positivity okay and that's something I'm learning alright um it's something that is so important and I think like if we really understood that and really, you know, embrace that idea, we would be in such a better space, a, a better state of existing. Um, I'm happy for this. Uh, I love Misha Green. <laughs> I'm a writer. Of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love the, I'm gonna love her. And I love sci-fi. I love horror. So of course I'm, and comic books yes so I'm excited about this I actually am like okay okay all right (laughs) this is this is interesting this was a development I was not 
looking to um, having today. I've been kind of in my lab, so to speak, and working and all the things today. So I'm finally getting a chance to, you know, look over the papers, catch up on some emails. And that's when I got that. And I was like, what? So congratulations to everyone involved. I can't wait to watch this. I don't care what format it is. I can't wait to watch it. So this is going to be something that I will be grabbing my Kool-Aid and my popcorn for. And of course, I will be reviewing. for the petty you know that by now right okay so <laughs> imagine my surprise when I sit down to watch the chair that is currently streaming on Netflix listen I was not anticipating the petty but the petty arrived and it, it was it was so good so this is a quick watch okay it is six episodes all of them 30 minutes or less like a pizza baby and it works on all syllables sandra O oh is an institute unto herself if you did not know now you know and she shines as professor ji yoon who has been appointed chair of the pembroke english department and this particular department by the way is tanking because of many reasons but most of it has to do with the aging faculty that is not me me being ageist but just the faculty not trying to mold and move with the newness okay the new times but it also is suffering because of an elitist dean and board of directors who want to just scrub the program okay uh, we follow the professor as she, or chair, as she attempts to connect to her new position, as well as figure out her family life. Um, her daughter, her name is Juju. Oh my goodness, this girl. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. So what I loved about this this series is that it captured the changing dynamic of the world via the students of the series who challenged the faculty for poor decisions and behavior. The stellar um, character development is an added bonus. The chair cements each character in a spectrum of ideologies that are clashing in our world as I write this. You know, racism, sexism, job insecurity, ageism, and the list goes on and on. Another standout is the writing. It is quick, witty, and cuts straight to the point. From the creative team of Amanda Pete and Annie Julia Wyman, the writing 
amassed or the writing team amassed delivered one of the most concise and realistic takes on women and minorities in the academic sector from Joan the feminist professor who has been sidelined her entire career to Yaz, a brilliant young black professor who is being sabotaged for her tenure. Hello. The swirling storylines blend perfectly to mirror the shenanigans occurring in higher education. Just the tip. Okay, because I already know it's 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 worse than that. Um, there's nothing I didn't like about this show, for real. It is a required watch for any feminine moving through the world attempting to make it a better place than the one we were oppressed or raised in. Um, the chair's social relevance is something unexpected but 100% necessary. And I gave it five snaps out of five. Listen... I enjoyed the show. I really did. I wanted to watch it as soon as I saw it was Sandra O oh and and <laughs> and that um that was it. I was sold. Like I have I'm a huge fan of hers. Um oh my goodness. Killing Eve. I haven't even started it officially, but I was told I was like hey you need to you need to watch that show I was giving that giving that little tea and just a little bit I watched I said oh snap so that's on the watch list <laughs> oh my goodness but yes I enjoyed this I enjoyed this it was so petty it was so petty. The students was petty. The faculty was petty. The dean, his family was petty. Everybody was petty. And I just love stories like that. I love that you get one premise of let's just see how petty a situation can be and go from there. And that's what they did. And it was like, okay, everybody has their level of petty everybody not just one person not just two all of them all of them so yeah i enjoyed it i um definitely encourage you to watch it especially if you are a uh, a creative um you know wanting to write something episodic um definitely watch it um i love that uh, the there's been a few series that I've watched during this past year and they are like six episodes they get to the point they stay to the point and that's that you know what I mean and it's a quick watch I love that can we please understand that those type of shows are needed um, not that, you know, something that's 10, 13 episodes, not that those aren't as good. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that when you stick to one storyline, but you have all these branch offs, um, you know, Loki was like that, uh, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was like that. So... Yeah, we're digging those type of shows. Like, big time digging those shows. Um, but yeah, just take notice of that. Like, 
see where you can cut the fat in your story and script and and knock it out of the park all right y'all well hello (laughs) i okay so i feel first let me say i feel that i am getting back to myself i'm getting back to that person who just loved movies shows music um i don't think i i veered too far from that person but i i definitely was becoming limited in what i was watching and my you know my scope of things were definitely skewed um before all of the madness that has been going on i love all types of film i love all types of movies and so and shows and just content and so one thing that has been a staple of mine since i was very very young was since like i first saw it saw um cowboy bebop when i was like 10 or 11 on ifc and so the first images of that live action movie from netflix was um floated around the internets and i'm like okay 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 let's go okay looks good um but yeah i love it i love it and so i was finally able to get into castlevania and i love it (laughs) i didn't even know what it was about what it branched from like i had no idea what where the show came from i didn't and um so i was finally able to watch it and yeah it's a bop it's a bop um unfortunately though okay so it ran for four seasons on netflix and um the fourth season is the last season um i was watching it i was just like yeah this this wrapped everything up in a in a nice little bow and that was it we were done and (laughs) i did um I did enjoy the storyline. I felt season three started off really slow and it kind of stayed there for a really long time. Like I was just like, what is happening? But you know, the last season, the final season, it just was really good. Um, It was action packed. The drama was there. Um, You know, everybody kind of got their happy ending and that deserved a happy ending. So I like that. Um, for those of you that don't know, Castlevania follows three different storylines, um, of the Belmont, uh, family, I'm trying to pull up my notes, the Belmont family, um, I'm 
trying oh my goodness it had all the stuff but it follows these three storylines of people who um are trying to reset the balance of the world pretty pretty much and it definitely the whole thing spawns from this war that Dracula unleashed onto the world Dracula and his court of vampires had unleashed onto the world and um you know I'm not going to get into spoilers but I I definitely could see why um he did that um <laughs> let's just say the church was involved and I said oh 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 okay um but yeah there was some shenanigans and he was just like, enough is enough. And he, um, he did that. And, you know, just the course of, of the story, like, girl, it was a lot. It was a lot. I was just like, I was here for the mess. I was here for the drama, for, you know, the raunchiness. Like, I was like, the blood, it was gory, it was crazy. It was just all these things. And, you know, <laughs> the the fallout of that war and that decision, you know, was expanded into four seasons. And so, um, you know, we, we follow these different characters who also were a part of that fallout. <clears throat> um, you had, the, like I said, um, Belmont, Trevor um, Belmont, um, Sasha... Or Saja and um, Alcord were all trying in their own way to get the world back on keel. And um, it was messy. It was messy. It was gross. It was <laughs> gory. It was crazy, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's just what we do for literally, literally like four seasons. And... <sighs> I do wish, like, there would be more, but here's, you know, like, here's, here's the thing. So, like I said earlier, um, the story did wrap itself up, like, very nicely. Like, they was like, and it's done. Um, the, the issue, though, is that it was canceled because um, uh, so this came from Warren Ellis Warren Ellis was the guy that created that whole whole world um and the, the cancellation of the show came in April of 2021, nine months, nine long months after several women accused Ellis of sexual misconduct. So that show is wrapped. Okay. And then Netflix. Okay. See, they, they, now Netflix, um, <laughs> 
they are getting sued by Ari Shank Carr because somebody over there is trying so hard to have a spinoff of the show. Um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, the problem is it wasn't ever written down that there would be no spinoffs or anything like that it was all a verbal agreement and so unless you have actual video or audio um, confirmation of that I don't know I don't know how they're going to win that lawsuit um <laughs> against Netflix uh, and yeah so this is kind of getting messy and you know how I feel about messy I just be like mm. <laughs> but yeah for what it's worth the show is really really good but if there not if since there was some type of misconduct against women on the show during production it is definitely tainted so I can't even give it a rating but I did enjoy it so there it be so reminiscence is officially available to watch on HBO Max as well and it's only the ad free option so it's the higher end option um, where you're able to watch this type of film um, or their you know new releases and then but it is also available in movie theaters so I just wanted to kick that off with that information so we got that out of the way and let's just get on into the review and some of the things I liked about it and some things I I didn't see eye to eye with <laughs> oh my goodness so let me first say that I am a huge fan of classic films especially film noir Okay, so as the film progressed, there were certain elements that were very reminiscent, <laughs> a little pun intended there, of that genre. Elements like Nick, you know, the headstrong detective um, played by Hugh Jackman as he is kind of like this cyber detective who can... Um, or who has created a software that can tap into people's memory banks so they can relive the good old days before the world went to poo. Um, Hugh Jackman is the dude. We all know that. And to be frank, he is one of the elements that flowed well with the story. Okay? Um, this movie is visually appeasing like it is really good to look at um there was this scene 
this underwater scene that just was so epic it was so beautiful to look at I didn't want it to end um, it was so good um, and then another thing was the cast is diverse okay with Sandy Way, yes, Sandy Way, girl, you know I got emotional when I saw her name up on that screen, her official for real name up on that screen, I was like, yes, so Sandy Way Newton um, kind of co-steered the ship, so to speak, her portrayal of Watts, um, the ex-soldier turned Nick's business associate, was amazing here like Thandaway always understands the assignment and delivers I mean it's rare where you're like girl what you doing like it is super rare that that happens um what was kind of disheartening was somewhere in the middle of the second act with her character I actually missed her and her energy um, another standout was um, Cliff Curtis, who I am a huge fan of. He showed up and rooted the treachery aspect. And Daniel Wu shined as St. Joe as well. And so I did enjoy that. I enjoyed that this was, you know, Curtis is a uh, Pacific Islander. I love that, you know, Mr. Wu, you know, he is of Asian um, ancestry and Thandie Way, like I loved that and then um, I think what helped the story was those different kind of elements was just like everyone portrayed a certain a certain um, level of treachery like nobody in this film was unscathed by that <laughs> everybody was messy in this film in some way shape or form um, but they just channeled it differently and it was just all these different levels of that and that type of story construction is a direct um, relation to film noir um, this just felt like it was just an updated version of that type of film and then it was in color like it wasn't black and white I'm sure they tinkered with that I'm sure they did um but yeah I really enjoyed that most of the characters really got the assignment and hit it out of the park so yeah um now <sighs> Before I before I go, before I go into what I found issue with, I will also say that the music and the soundtrack, that was good too. Like, there is a scene that remixes Soft Cell's version of Tainted Love, but do yourself a solid and check out the original take on the song by Gloria Jones from 1964. It is everything. Oh my goodness. And I almost think that that version should have been used because it would have lent itself to kind of this the the pulp aspect of the 
film noir movement and so and that helps me segue into my issues of the film <sighs> true film noir is gritty and it it really like touches on this quote-unquote taboo of humanity right of society and the problem is nothing's taboo anymore i mean it's some it's some things that are but it's got to be i don't know you know that's where (laughs) the premise of the film like i get the whole you know tapping into the memory banks bit you know, because the world's crap. I get that. Like, I understand that. You know, we want to live in the past versus, you know, stomping off into our future with our heads held high and being like, oh, well, that's what it was. You know, this is what it is. Um, but the premise of Nick, you know, longing after this you know, love of his life portrayed by Rebecca Ferguson. It didn't cement the way that the film wished it had or wished that it could. And so... I It didn't feel complete in that realm, okay? And then... Rebecca Ferguson, I love her. I think she is a very, very strong actress. I don't know what was going on here, but it, it wasn't clicking. It wasn't clicking. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know. And then when it finally did click, was like midway through the second act. And I, I just was like, oh okay you know a pretty dame walks into my establishment and boom you know what I mean like I get that but then it, it just <sighs> so it was like the first half of the film like you're like okay you you being Nick is pining after this this lady but then it's like it doesn't really hit and click until halfway through the film. And I was just like, oh no. So that just has something to do with character development and then making sure that character aligns with what is really going on in the story. And um, so the formatting of the the whole movie is difficult. Um, it's not hard to follow, but it's, it's just difficult. And I was just like, what is happening here? Like, this has all of the elements of being a really, really, really good film. But it just, it didn't click, okay? Um, yeah, so the other thing that I had was um, it felt choppy. The film felt choppy. The editing didn't allow the film to really breathe in the way that the story was beckoning for it to breathe. Um, I think they got too 
into the film noir uh, light of things or editing of things because old films were like that. Older films were like that. They were, you know, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. But when you have something um, like Reminiscence where it's visually stunning in, in places, but it could have been like visually stunning in places if we were able to really like breathe and like move with the story and the current of the story and we weren't able to do that it was just it was so it was so fast paced and it didn't need that and I do think that also kind of robbed Rebecca of her shine for that for like I said that first half of the movie like it just was just like why are we why are we cutting here why are we (laughs) why are we moving here why are we why why what is happening like I was invested in the in the movie like the first five minutes I was just like yes this is this is what I love I am a classic film buff I love it so yes I am definitely there like Lauren Bacall Humphrey Bogart them was those to me are like whoa but my favorite my favorite actor of all time is Bette Davis baby that's my girl so you know, she didn't care. Like, she was in that kind of stuff, too. She was in that film noir stuff, too. Like, you listen. So, I <laughs> I love that. You know, Orson Welles. Stuff like that. Like, I love those type of films. And so, um, well, all of their films, I love them. But it's just, like, when it comes to those certain elements, like, you gotta learn to let things breathe. And I... I'm going to conclude this review in saying that, like, a lot of, you know, modern film do not allow the story to do what it needs to do and to breathe, okay? Um, This suffered from that um, reminiscence, it did. Um, And I loved it still. I'm going to be very honest. I... I really did enjoy the film. It it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be given that first half of the film. The second half was perfection. Like it was just like everything was on the right gear. Every every storyline was like zip 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 zip. Like it was so good, but that first like what like 45 minutes or so you're just sitting there like whoa, like okay, I get it. And I'm here for it, but I'm not 100% here for it. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Because I really did enjoy this film, but it was just like, like I said, it's when editing kind of, and I don't know if I don't, I don't want to blame editing either, but I'm just like, slow down and let the story talk and let the story do what it needs to do. Oh my goodness, because when you don't, this is what happens. You get a project or you get, you know, a movie or whatever, you get it and it's just like not, it, not complete. It doesn't feel complete. 
So maybe, you know, COVID or the panoramic, oh my goodness, maybe that had a lot to do with that too. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, at the end of the day, I've watched it twice. I enjoyed myself both times. Um, I'm going to give this a solid four out of five stars. Um, it would have been higher. Trust me. It would have been if, you know, like those, like I said, if those issues hadn't bubbled up to the surface, so to speak. So definitely check it out if you, you know, have the opportunity to do so. It is, it is a afternoon movie though. Like I watched it like back to back on a Saturday and a Sunday and it was both afternoon time. So I didn't try watching it like, you know. I had I was doing laundry and like other things so you know this is an afternoon weekend afternoon movie something to just kind of pass the time and you know pique your interest a little bit so yeah it's available like I said in theaters as well as HBO Max the ad free option. afternoon everybody <laughs> it is actually a Sunday and as I am filming this um here here this is the only thing you're gonna get for me about the Scarlett Johansson Disney thing this is the only thing you're gonna you gonna get so this is gonna be real short and sweet I don't care I don't care. I don't care. If y'all was looking for me to cover it, that's all you're gonna get. Because it's messy. It is it's it's messy. But then the fact that the way that it's being messy and uh yeah, all those things I, I don't care. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, the way this has been handled on one side versus the other, I, I don't care. I, uh, nope. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's... There were just ways of handling this that did not end, need to end up the way that it is. Um... The new card on the table is that Disney is pushing for this lawsuit to go into arbitration. Now, the only time that that has been granted or even wished is if the other side's claim is not sound. And it's not. So... As much as a lot of people are upset, I'm not. Okay. Um, the the claim that Disney infringed upon, blah 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 blah, blah 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 blah. Um, it's not sound, and with that, 
we're not getting the full picture. Um, there is a ton of information coming out now from actual screeners of the film who th- was a part of the test audiences. There, um, the gag order, so to speak, expired. And you have a ton of those people coming out of the woodwork saying that they gave the movie poor marks. Okay? And for y'all that don't know, the test audiences, the pre-screenings, all of that, a for real business is going to look at those comments. They're going to look at that data. And if the data is saying the movie is trash, then they will move accordingly. But in this case, she is referring to, she being Scarlett Johansson, she is referring to the contract that she initially signed with Marvel. Okay, so she didn't sign this contract with Disney. So I'm like, hmm. Okay, so y'all, okay. So now y'all caught up in this foolishness on both sides. Okay, because for me personally, I think they, this shouldn't even got to this point. Like, absolutely not. Um, But, you know. I don't know why people mad at Disney. Why is y'all mad at y'all know what Disney like? Come on, what 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 is y'all mad at them for? This is a huge conglomerate. If you don't have things set in stone, if you don't force them meetings to make sure that there's no gray area about nothing, then what you mad about? And she's the her response to. Um, you know, Disney pushing for that. And I love how the media also is drumming up all of this drama um, with their wording. I I saw Variety use some very strong language. They were like, Disney's forcing, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson lawsuit into arbitration. Oh, they're, they're forcing it? Or are they are they exploring their options here I never thought that I would be that person that is sitting here not just defending a big conglomerate because I'm not I'm like hey y'all should have made sure that things I's were dotted and T's were crossed and S's were S's okay and there was periods no commas um (laughs) okay but I never thought that I would get to a point where I'm like, read your freaking contract. And then also, if it is not where you want it to be, you need to be proactive and get in touch with people and, and schedule your meetings and get things ironed out. And it's, I covered this in the last episode with the Cruella sequel, actually a go-go. With Emma Stone getting there and inking that deal, baby. That's how you move, honey. You don't have to do all of this 
ball of negativity and that is the thing that I I'm not cool with that this is so negative and it's just like I don't want anything to do with Disney and I don't want anything to do with you miss ma'am so mm, that's all you're gonna get out of me on this because I really don't care I'm like I, I really I, you know blessings to her and her husband and the new baby they got yay congrats okay but all this other stuff I think it's unnecessary but this this has kind of been her MO okay so for a minute so I don't know I don't know I think everybody just should have got to the table and figured this out got the you know gray areas cleared up and and went about their business but they didn't do that so i don't care <laughs> i just don't care i don't this girl mm-mm messing around on youtube tends to get us in trouble right we we get on there and it's like just this I, i'm not gonna call it a black hole I love animal videos i love cat videos puppy videos um i happened across owl kitty so owl like the bird followed by kitty their page and their tagline is written movie child it is the most coolest thing I have ever seen in my life I love it I love it see it's these parodies of this cat of this black cat um participating in in various movies um there's a lord of the rings parody there's a jurassic park parody but the one that has me gagged is the godzilla v cat parody it is tight godzilla punk <laughs> so it's at 18 million views go watch it i will put the link in the description oh my god do animal videos or cat videos you need to watch it because the quality is A+. plus. Oh my goodness. So that is it for Libby's Corner. Um, I really am over some things. There were there were stories that came out this week that I was just not here for. Um, so I didn't share them. I 
I'm just like, y'all, quit being petty. <laughs> I like my petty. Y'all know I like my petty. I love my petty, but I kind of like it in like drama, like, you know, the chair, stuff like that. I like petty like that. I don't like petty in real life. Um, so I just be like, mm, nope. So, yes, but yes, I enjoy the chair. Speaking of it, I enjoy that show. I think it's perfect. Um, I think it's perfect. Uh, Reminiscence, I actually liked that movie as well. I dug it. I I felt what they was doing. I I got it. Um, Yeah, so next week, I have access to... Um, a couple of things and I'm just like ooh so we'll see <laughs> usually when that happens I can't even share that I don't see it oh but that's okay um, <laughs> and then um, C the show C with Jason Momoa kicked off um, season 2 um, Friday well today and I'm still catching up on season one. I know it came out in 2019. I was like, Olivia, wow, like, wow. But it's such a good show. So I'm taking my time with that because it is so many layers to this, <laughs> to this show. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is like one episode at a time, straight up one episode at a time. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, I'm going to get into the Witcher little spinoff thing that they did a little anime short film um that they did for netflix um and then there's a couple other things that i'm I'm gonna get into that i'm just like okay okay we'll just see how this is see how this goes so but all right guys you have a blessed week and weekend um every once in a while i will be dropping in with these little bonus episodes so you know don't just be like, oh, I'll just check in on, on Friday. Trust and believe. Because stuff be popping off. And I'm like, you know, I can't wait. I can't wait till Friday. So, all right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.